What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. And now, a word from Ocho Cinco. Kostaki, what's good? I'm not sure what I was supposed to say, but I love you. Merry Christmas. I'm a little late. What do you expect? I'm black. We don't do shit on time anyway. But, um... Hope you had a great Christmas. Uh, I hope your holidays are going well. And I wish you a happy new year. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. Um, I love you. What the hell's going on out here? It's Quick Snaps. You want to crown them? They crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. With Kostaki Economopolis. And I got some jokes, you know how we do. And Aaron Hodges. Do you know I tried out as a place kicker for the Hartford Colonials? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Playoffs? We're going to see how it feels. Can't wait. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Patriots Dynasty ending. Hey, Very special. Hallelujah. Quick snaps. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ding dong, which is dead. Now, I might be overstating it. At least Bill Belichick is going to be there. That's going to be a good pain in the ass team for a while. But I think the main thrust of this dynasty is over. I really do. Yeah, I think so. He wasn't good enough to go deep in the playoffs this year. He ain't going to get better next year. No. He might, they might not even bring him back. The The interviews I saw after sure sounded like he was done there. He's, he said the Patriots and them like it was this other thing. I don't know. It was weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't see too much of that, but yeah. He's leaving the door open for playing somewhere else. Yes. He definitely, when pressed, he... He said that retiring was very unlikely. Right. But when he when pressed on being a patriot, he was very wishy-washy. He's not going to retire on a pick six. I love that that's the last play of his Patriots career. <laughs> oh, man. The end of that game was absolute perfection. Oh. Right? It was so it was it was great. Between Vrabel exploiting that Whatever the fuck that rule is. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, well said. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. And then an expatriate getting the pick six. Oh. And just that was great. watching Belichick that was lose his mind on the sideline over that rule was glorious. Oh, no one deserves it more. What a Right. Oh, oh, winter storm Henry hit New England. Derrick Henry. Oh, it was fun to watch. That was fun. I I love that style of football. Right. You got a you got a solid quarterback, a good defense, and like an ex, an exceptional running game. I've always wanted the Falcons to be that. I've, that I love that construct. Um. Yeah, that was fun to watch. I love it. I guess I they it. could Patri- they could beat anybody 
as long as they make a few plays, right? That's it. If they if they win the turnover battle, then they're in, they're in every game, right? Because they're they're not flashy, but they're good enough at all the things, and they got a good D and a good and a good run game. So that's a. I think it's fun. I, the Saturday night game coming up is uh, Titans uh, Ravens, so that's I'm going to have some adult beverages and that will be, be a fun. great game. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think maybe Ravens blow them out though. I, I it's funny you say that. As I was finishing that thought, I go, yeah, but they could lose by 27. It wouldn't shock me. Right, right. That's that's true. That's true. Um, Hoping it could that's not be a great case. game. Yeah, I hope it's close. Patriots are gone. America hasn't been this unified since they signed the Declaration of Independence. It's been it's it's very exciting. It sounds weird to say it was exciting watching Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, <laughs> but it was that um, game. Finally, I don't think it was finally that exciting some... because of Tannehill, though. No, it, no. Tannehill had like 72 yards or some crazy, ridiculously small number. Yeah. Um, but it was exciting because you could feel it the whole game. Like, oh, this is the end of the dynasty. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how I was watching it. I really felt that. I, I called it at the beginning of the week, and I just was watching it like, oh, they can't. They're like a regular team now. They need some fluky break to stay alive in this game. They're not going to pull it out just from executing it at a high level in all the areas. Right. They need luck now. Yeah. They're a regular team. The The magic is over. It was great. I really enjoyed watching it. I was I was praying during the game my best Ricky Bobby voice. Please, baby Jesus, help them <laughs> Titans beat those some bitches. Daddy, daddy, boo, boo. Oh. And if sad Tom Brady was the main course, angry Tom Brady was a delightful appetizer along the way. Oh, <laughs> it was sweet. Sweet. Mm. Throwing a pick six in Foxborough to end the dynasty. What? That's fantasy football. That's Love the best it. thing I've ever Love seen. It. Uh, all right. So working backwards from that, because we couldn't bury the lead there. Uh I'm Aaron Hodges. <laughs> you, You're Aaron Hodges. You One sound of us is Aaron different. Uh, <laughs> Economopolis, quick snaps. We got it. Well, let's go backwards through the other games. There were some great games. I mean, the Patriots are out of the playoffs, and there were two overtime games. It was like a football wet dream this weekend. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good stuff. Uh, and I was trying to explain to my wife, like, the uh, overtime is very rare, especially in this part of the season. Like, let me look this up. I think I have this somewhere here. The last, here it is, last overtime game was, t- last playoff overtime was Tim Tebow's magical win over the Steelers in 2011. Yeah, that play is imprinted in my brain. Uh, I still know overtime. exactly where I was watching that you game. You do? That's yeah. interesting. Where were you? In my uh, in-laws' kitchen, watching on a 13-inch screen. <laughs> <laughs> 2011. It was longer ago than I thought. I guess <laughs> it was just like a yeah. little tiny screen. Yeah. Well, uh, they're very behind. So. 
That's if you don't count the Super Bowl. <laughs> there was an overtime in a recent Super Bowl. Oh, right, right. Which I will not mention. Uh, but yeah, two in one weekend in the playoffs. It was great. I love it. Uh, so the big story about the Eagles was Carson Wentz was knocked out with a concussion. Oh. This poor guy, man. Yeah, that's the only game that I, I missed the uh, beginning of. So I didn't. I, I, I turned it on, too. and McCown was running on a, a read option. I had the I same like, experience. Whoa. I'm like, what the hell? I I saw Mariota running around too, and I'm like, what am I missing? What's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, Wentz misses more playoff games than the Browns. This guy, he gets the team there, and then he can't play. It's just, it's <laughs> I know. A, I'm a little heartbroken for him. He really has been it's, cursed thus far. It, he has had some bad luck. I wonder if Wentz is a German word for chandelier. This guy gets hurt a lot. He is shambles. He 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 was listed as this is the this is how it's how it's quoted on the thing out and then a parentheses it says head. Can we can we do that with Kanye West? Like he's out head. The head's not good right now. He's out. He's oh, he's man. questionable to return because of head. Uh, I mean, I used to be such a Kanye fan, and uh, I've I've cut him out because of his head. Uh, He's completely insane. Didn't even listen to the latest album. Well, all right. I had this. This is a little bit of a side, but I had this debate about some of the other regular monsters in our lives. You know, the Bill Cosby's and the. It, can you listen to the music and just enjoy it like you used to? I mean, he's not. He didn't. He's not that terrible, is he? Uh, I mean the new no, it's not awful. I can still go back in the catalog and I still love it. You look at okay. some things, some things a little differently, but like the music's undeniable. Like he he really put out classic al- I got you. albums, like at least four classic albums. I got you. So hey, can you can you do that with everyone, or do you have are there characters where you're like I just can't fucking listen to. Bill Cosby. Do you have that? I, I mean, I really can't do... I was never the biggest fan. I just liked his hits, but um, R. Kelly, I can't listen to anymore. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that one. That's a good example. <laughs> uh, I even have some issues with Michael Jackson. Um, ne- again, never the biggest <laughs> fan with Michael some. Jackson. <laughs> I mean, there's some in particular, like... You know, like, I don't think we need to cancel Michael Jackson altogether. Like, you can make that judgment call for yourself. But I think universally, we got to just cut out Pretty Young Thing. It You, you can't go to Pretty Young Thing. Like, you got to take a stand on that one. Right? That's... That's like Woody Allen writing every movie about an old guy falling in love with a 17-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, don't think he, I think he was talking about seven-year-olds. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So. <laughs> Got to draw the line somewhere. Yes. Worse. Yes. Good point. <laughs> I love that you, that you started that part with, well, you know, I, I have some issues with Michael Jackson. <laughs> What, but is there somebody like that you could think of that you can't listen to the same way because of like how they're acting now? Well, I think my wife sort of anchors the end of the spectrum on the other side of this from me. Like for me, I, I I'm very compartmentalized. I can you know, like my ex can drive me crazy, and I can see the love that my kid has for her, and I can separate that out. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like oh, that's we're talking about this kid's mom. You know that I can I can I can separate that out. Right. That makes um, sense. 
And I can do the same thing with Cosby. I can listen to Noah or whatever. It's like, this is a fucking great bit. You know, yeah. like, but it does, you know, I can't say it doesn't change it. You know, it does. Right. It's sort of, it's still in the mix there, you know, when it didn't used to be. And it's a shame, you know. Uh, I have a little bit of that with Louie. He's not just like this unstoppable superhero in my head the way that he was. But. I still like look what, forward to hearing his bits. It feels like a warm hug to me because I'm a fan. What about music? <clears throat> Either I'm not as huge a music guy, or I don't know some of the backstory. But I don't have any off the top of my head. You know, people say like Jerry Lee Lewis, or I mean, <laughs> I don't even know right. who the big ones are for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think you can, I, I think for the most part I can separate that stuff. Yeah. Um and cuz I've cuz we grew up having to do that with some heroes, you know. I mean even whatever, Michael Vick and you know, Martin Luther King was kind of a jackass with his relationships, you know, like there's so many examples where you go, ah, you know. Bill Clinton I think was a great president in many ways and then you're like why you got to do that (laughs) yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of like the this is so i don't know we're really digging deep into this but i I do feel like a lot of those like human flaws that most people have are forgivable right right you know if the overall package is fine uh but but some of these guys are monsters, and we're yeah. not talking about like, oh, you got a DUI because you're a dumbass, you, yeah. know? <laughs> you know, like, this is a fucking, you were a monster for three decades yeah, with right. hundreds of people. Uh, on know? the low. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, that's, yeah, that's the extreme. <laughs> I loved uh, what Eddie Murphy did on SNL when he talked about Cosby. Oh, oh it's great. It was so, so good. It was... He didn't overdo it, which no. it must have been hard for him not to. You sure, know, but yeah. You want to take a victory lap enough. on that. It was just enough. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, so Josh McCown, you're right. I had the same experience. I turned on the TV and I was like, "What's happening, Josh McCown?" <laughs> like, I even I even lost track of what team he was on this year. You yeah, know? yeah. I was like, I Jason Witten was like, that fucking guy is still playing? You I know, just like, learned that's... a few weeks ago that he was on that team. <laughs> How is he the backup? Joe Biden wasn't available? This guy's, he's, <laughs> he was the third stringer, Bernie Sanders. He's old. Biden needs to get checked for concussions. The good news for Josh, kickoff was at 440, so he was able to have dinner before the game. So that's nice. Early bird. He's, this is his 17th season. He has been on 11 NFL teams. Are we sure he's not a narc? Is he just traveling around? (laughs) Like, you don't see him very often. What a... I mean... As a... As a a working middle-class comic who most people don't know of, I have a lot of empathy for backup quarterbacks. I feel like that's kind of where I landed in my career. You know, like I get to be a comic for a living and I'm comfortable, but no one is buying my jersey. (laughs) 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 So I, I have some, you know, 
he's way better paid than I am. I don't mean to compare myself in that way, but I just mean in terms of like the perception by the world about where you are. Right. I like the I like the backup quarterbacks. They're you know I root for those guys. Good guys, and, these guys. And he was crying at the end of this game, and I just felt like ugh, it was his first playoff game. He's uh. been around forever. Ugh, and they had it like fourth and and the end of the game. Like it was, it wasn't out of reach, you know. Yeah, it was close. Uh, That game was kind of boring comparatively. Yeah, that was the that was the least good of the four. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, All right, so let's move on. Vikings beat the Saints. (laughs) Just the subtle hint. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. (laughs) I'll go back to Cosby. I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, I I am sometimes thankful that I'm not in the third world. These are some of the things I'm thankful for. And I'm sometimes thankful I don't have like a mental illness, you know, like or like a serious physical illness, you know. But uh, tonight, I'm thankful that I'm not a referee voodoo doll in Louisiana. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, the Saints. Oh, my goodness. Again, with the weird loss at the end, with the no penalty call and the thing and the pass interference here's a joke you can't do on radio all right the saints got skull fucked (laughs) i like it (laughs) (laughs) they sure did oh i like that line i guess you could if you're a if you're a vikings fan you could use that for every game you win (laughs) i saw a really good uh joke uh, somewhere on social media i think it was twitter and the guy was like it was like a graph of uh it said the guy was bending over he had really bad posture and it said that was scoliosis (laughs) so it just got me to thinking like that's fun to play with yeah that is i like that line yeah that's good yeah minnesota didn't miss any field goals or extra points or anything there's your minneapolis miracle (laughs) Good for them. I feel good for them. I do. Me too. Yeah. Kudos, Brian. Happy Kudos. for Brian. Vikings Who else Vixen. do we know? Nick Swartzen is a ridiculously huge Vikings fan. Um, yeah, we got a few people who are hardcore Vikings fans. Some of my radio call guys. Ron, a couple of them are Vikings Ron guys. Dude on Twitter. What up, Ron? Ron? That's right. Ron's a big Vikings fan. I, you know, I was kind of rooting for them. I wanted them to win that game. That's another team with a good running game and a good defense and a, you know, 15th best quarterback situation, right? Yeah, for sure. There's a, yeah. There's I, a, it, it, it's weird that after this crazy push of all of this, all these passing stats and all the quarterbacks going bananas on the stat sheet, that a couple of those kind of old-fashioned teams are winning this weekend. It's cool. Yeah, that's good to see. I like that. And I saw... One of the broadcasts today had, uh, you know, Matt Ryan and Jameis Winston. They had all these quarterbacks who were, like, at the top of the list this year who didn't make the playoffs. Right. And these rushing teams are, you know, we're having a little bit of a pendulum swing back the other way. I dig that. (laughs) I dig it. But I'm still rooting for Mahomes to score 45 and blow everybody away and win the whole damn thing. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Word. Vikings head to toe in purple. What are they, Steve Harvey in the Birmingham Stardom in 1995? <laughs> By the way, that comes from a real moment that I had with him. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a bit thickish. 
I was with him at that gig one time in the very early days of my career. I was emceeing, and Steve was wearing a peach suit, peach, head to toe peach, and his they're introducing him, and his little assistant guy is on his knees, and he's steaming the wrinkles out of Steve's like pant leg as he's being introduced in his 100% peach suit. He's walking out. And I, I did radio with him about 10 years ago, and uh, he was a real big shot by then. And I busted his balls about that, and he laughed really hard. I remember being so relieved. <laughs> did you happen to see him and Gronk on New Year's Eve? I did see that. I watched the clip because I was I saw a headline, and I was like, what did Gronk do? I have to go see this. I hate him so much. Which, Gronk? <laughs> yeah. He's he's pretty hateable. That was, he's lovable and I, hateable. Uh, That's who Gronk is. Just made it so uncomfortable. <laughs> so Steve was faking. This was had to be planned, right? It looked like Steve was pretending to be pissed, but maybe if kinda, he if he was, he was a good actor. It's kind of hard to read. <laughs> There's no way Gronk just decided to do that against the plan, dude. I think he may have. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. You, th- you think it's planned? That makes it even worse. I think. What well, it felt planned when I watched it. It did. It I felt th- like maybe that's why it was so uncomfortable. Yes, it, you're. You're right. Either way, it's uncomfortable because you're like, "What's happening? This. This is like a." Yeah. If you, for those listening, you think we're just insane. He. You gotta watch they it. Pre- you got to watch it. They presented Steve Harvey with a Lego bust, essentially. It's his face made out of Legos. Yeah. And he's joking about how he never had any brown Legos when he was a kid. This must be a special order. And and Gronk, like, picks it up and spikes it into a million pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and then just stands there and does some goofy-ass flexing. And uh, like, yeah. It was awkward, no matter how it got there. You're right. I feel like I'm being tortured with his presence. <laughs> He's done. He's going to show up in some action movie. He's going to be in a reality show. He's going to be around somewhere. The next McGruber. He's going to yeah. He's going to do some. Yeah. At minimum, he's gonna you know, I know be it. the guy they book to host a party with a you know with a DJ. He's I, always going to be at least that. Right. <laughs> he's going to have the Gronk cruise. You know, he's going to be that guy at least. Yeah. You think we'll see him down there at the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, good question. Yeah. Yes, I do. He He's exactly the guy who goes to this stuff because he's got a new thing to promote. Yeah. And every radio guy will, will like, fight and get in line to have him on. Yeah. So he's the perfect guy to do that stuff. Yeah. He'll, he'll go to the parties Someone's going to pay him a hundred grand to put his name on some cheesy ass Super Bowl party. All right, I'm doing push-ups right now. I gotta get swole if I'm going to run into Gronk. <laughs> you gotta get swole. I gotta get swole. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Three weeks. <laughs> Gronk spent a lot more time than you did getting swole. That's true. But although he's been getting unswole lately. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So, Taysom Hill. I know, I saw it, and I was like, damn you, Kostaki, shut up. Come on. He set up their first touchdown. It was all him. I, it's, I. What did they do the rest of the game? He's not a better runner than Kamara. He's not a better receiver than Thomas. He's not a better passer than Breeze. What the fuck are they doing with this guy? Show me on the the doll where Taysom Hill hurts you. Why do you hate this guy? I don't hate him. I hate the coaching decision that leads to him benching Drew Brees for a few plays. This doesn't make any sense. Put him in there as some crazy slash player once in a while. Don't bench the maybe the best pure passer in the history of the league. It's ridiculous. God, it's just another dynamic that they have that you have to account for. If you're taking Breeze off the field a couple plays a game, then I don't understand why you hate that so much. I don't. I, it's not him. He's fine, and he's good. He's clearly I'm so, all right. a freaky good I'm, athlete. I'm past the you hate him. Why do you hate the concept of putting him in there? Because you're you're choosing a less optimal lineup. You're you're making your team less good for some gadget sort of trade off. It's not worth it in the pros. This is not college where you have a good passer and then you bring in like a Tebow guy at the goal line. You do some wackadoo thing. It's Drew Brees we're talking about. He's the best that ever was in terms of accuracy. What are you doing putting this guy who wouldn't make an NFL quarterback roster otherwise? He it's weird. He threw a 60-yard bomb. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't like it. Just, but he is the he is the personification of like every little white kid's dream of like they're just gonna put me in for no reason. I'm gonna throw a touchdown. I'm gonna catch a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna run a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he's he he's like the character that you're controlling in a video game where you get to go in there and play against these superstars when you have got you got no business being in the game at all. <laughs> it's weird. I saw him uh, into uh, the block for a punt, and he's just like, I, I just. Looked at his legs and I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy is jacked. Blocking on a punt is the perfect use for him. He, and then and he does once everything. in a while you pitch the ball to him and let him do some crazy. That's what I'm saying. You know, this guy is capable of anything on that football field. Why do you have a problem with him on the field? If it's, you know, if Gardner Minshew is your other choice, fucking play Taysom Hill. Fine. It's just disrespectful to Michael Thomas and Alvin <laughs> Kamara and Drew Brees to put him in there. What an Those are three of the best players. Interesting thought that I could disagree with more. I mean, if you let's okay, break it down into you know something someone from your generation can understand. Madden ratings. Man, if, if, this is not a generational if, thing. If, if it's ninety nine and ninety nine and ninety eight for those three stars. And he's, what, 91? It doesn't make sense to put him in there. He's like 82. Yeah, but Breeze is a 72 in speed, and Taysom Hill is a 98. That's your best argument I've heard so far. And I'm still dismissing it out of hand. I'm glad (laughs) you put it into terms that you could understand. Because I I did feel like I was operating at a higher level in that conversation. (laughs) You some bitch. (laughs) 
But All right, uh, here's, yeah, here's, I feel bad for the Saints, but I do feel good for the Vikings. That was the one game where I was like, I'm happy with whoever wins. Andreas kept telling everyone we saw when we were in uh, San Francisco that we hate the Saints. I'm not sure I'm on board with that premise, but it's, <laughs> it's fine. I wasn't rooting for the Saints, right. that's for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm happy for Brian Miller. Absolutely. Um, and I like underdogs, you know. I Yeah, why not? Vikings. Go Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Vikings have a player named Andrew Sendejo. Okay. Which is very close to Pendejo. Sure right? is, yeah. Is he the Spanish Dit Butkus? Is that like the hardest name to grow up with? <laughs> <laughs> when you're in middle school? A name that rhymes so well with Pendejo. Pendejo. <laughs> uh, and the last game, Bills. The Bills are still due, my friend. Oh. Yeah. I felt so bad. That's a team I was rooting for. Now, that was a game I actually was sad. Whoever lost that game, I was like, ah, I'm sorry to see him go. I like both those teams. Yeah, I didn't have it quite as strongly as I did uh, for the Super Bowl when I was for sure that the Falcons were going to win and was basically congratulating you. Um, but when the Bills were up 16 nothing, I was like, they're really going to do it. Yeah, I thought so too, of course. 16 nothing. You can't lose when you're up 16 nothing. What are you doing? Yeah. Chernobyl suing the Bills because melting down is their thing. <laughs> the, I, gotta, I did dust off these old jokes because I love them so much. The, Chernobyl the Bills jokes? look great. <laughs> no, not that. That too, yeah. No, that. believe it or not, that's a new joke. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills look great early and bad late, like Lindsay Lohan in an open bar. <laughs> right. The Texans look terrible early and great late, like Cher on a show day. <laughs> <laughs> Texans couldn't score for the first half. That sounds like my life. Like, oh, it was a tough, <laughs> tough first half. Uh, somewhere out there, Scott Norwood was sitting very close to the TV, munching some popcorn. <laughs> like, this, this, I don't have the stats in front of me here, but it's – wait, hold on. Maybe I do. Da, da, da. Last playoff win for the Bills was 1995. Jim Kelly against Dan Marino. Don Shula's last game. Oh, oh dear. God. Right? And here's another Whew. one. With 10 seconds left, the Bills tried the 47-yarder, right, to put it into overtime. It was the latest field goal attempt for the Bills in a playoff game since Scott Norwood in Super Bowl twenty-five. A vivid they memory. actually said that on the screen as he was preparing to kick the ball. Like that's it's a cold. crazy miracle he made it. Uh, so it did go to overtime. I mean, what do you want in a playoff game? I, I mean, I didn't really have a dog in this hunt, so for me it was great entertainment. And both teams touched the ball, right. not like the stupid Saints game. I know. Taysom Hill didn't get a chance to touch the ball in <laughs> overtime. It's a travesty, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i can't wait till there's no he, justice i can't wait till he Taysom like, hill blocks a punt and runs it in for a touchdown to win a super bowl i he's clearly an impressive character i'm not against him i just the saints have a particular juggernaut at the skill position the situation mm. you can't bench those guys all right it does it's crazy let's not rehash this <laughs> <laughs> I love the along the way you were like 
this is not a generational thing. (laughs) (laughs) I got all on my soapbox about the Madden numbers and everything. Uh, That was that was a good exchange. That we should put that in the promo that we're gonna someday. (laughs) One of these days, yeah. (laughs) This is the week. This is the week. We're doing it. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're doing it. Whitley Merciless. Is that the best great linebacker name of all time? That's a good it's one. It's pretty good. It's up there with Michael Stonebreaker. <laughs> I'm going with Kostaki Hilarious, just on the nose, fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like it could be a Greek last name. It hilarious. does. It does. Kostaki Vasilis Hilarious. <laughs> I bought could a, be a dude's name. I bought a carpet uh, for the studio, and I bought it. Uh, from this Greek guy, and he was like, "Hey, uh, where do you, where do you live?" And I told him, and he goes, "Oh, do you know the the Sandcastle Diner?" And I was like, "Yes, of course I do." And that's how the Greek guy works works out geography. Where <laughs> are the diners? <laughs> He's trying to have a connection with you. Oh, it's we nice. had a connection, baby. Yeah. Did you talk Musaka and? Pasticcio at the diner? What? I just... That's a, I can't go that's a deep Northeast enough thing. on Greek culture. It, I don't know enough of it. It doesn't exist anywhere else. <clears throat> when I was growing up, I would hear comics and like sitcoms. They would reference like Greeks cooking in a diner. I didn't... I, you know, I didn't have that. We right. Greek restaurants. Yeah. But a diner that's like regular food and then it has Greek food and Greek omelets, that's very Northeastern. That's not sort of broadly in middle America. Right, but in the Northeast, in New York and Jersey, it's fucking everywhere. Almost every diner is a Greek back there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, what else we got? Well, that's fun, man. I really I'm, and I enjoyed it all. I really was so into football this weekend. Yeah. I was like a fan. It was fun, and I, I didn't I didn't have any DraftKings lineups. I didn't have any fantasy implications. I was just watching it like, oh, what's going to happen? Right. I was just like excited about outcomes and stories. and. I think I'm trying to get back to that. I think, um, I think I'm going to drop every fantasy football league except for quick snaps. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think broadly I'm going the other way. I think this was an outlier for me. In fact, next week I'm going to go back to DraftKings and FanDuel and have some other stuff on the line. It's, it's fun. I like that stuff. Yeah. In fact, I have a buddy who is who had – Maybe the best team in our in our boys fantasy league, and he goes knocked out of the first round of the playoffs, and he's arguing for a two week, uh, you know, playoff system. Uh huh. But how do you feel about that? Um, this is this a good time to have that conversation? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I actually have uh, experienced that in a in a league that there's really no competition and. Like it's it's just kind of a league that exists. It's not real competitive, um, but they do have a two week playoff system, and I like it a lot because it all right it, for a couple reasons. In, it eliminates. Indulge me. I want to hear all of it. I'm curious about this. Well, Go. if you're the better team, then over a course of a two week period, you should have the most points. Check. I like that. That part I like. Any week can be a fluky week. But sure. your fluke should be small enough that <clears throat> if you are the better team, you have a chance to win because the next week is going to be a good week. 
it's still fluky, but it clearly improves the fluke factor by by one step. Yeah, and that's the yeah. only reason, and I think that's the the only reason I need. But okay, no, no, I talk to me about the downsides. Well, I'm I don't, sold on. The I really reason. don't think there I is like, one. I like the reason. I don't think there is one. Well, how many how many teams make the playoffs? How long is this playoff situation? The league that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I, Was it four teams? So it's. A four-week-long playoff and Super Bowl situation? I actually forget what the schedule is. Um, but I definitely know that the first round is two weeks, and I can't remember if there's, like, buys or not. Um, and how many – I can't even remember how many teams make the playoffs. That's how little I, I really am tapped into that league. I'm open to it. I just think you're trading some problems around. So I agree with you that it does, it does squash the – fluke factor by one notch uh but you're trading some stuff to get there first of all you can't play week 17 that's ridiculous because you rode lamar jackson the whole season now he's not playing that's not fair okay so back so backing it out from there yeah i see what you mean schedule wise yeah like you you only have 12 weeks of a fantasy football season and then the rest of the league is out yeah. And four guys are in it for like the next four weeks. Right. I I I totally get what you're saying. That makes total that's weird. sense. Yeah. And and you only get to have four teams in, and some leagues are huge and need to have more than four teams in the playoffs. I mean, all right. So let me ask you this: If you had uh, a shorter regular season, would you like it more? So say the regular season's only uh, ten games or eleven games. And then you have the two-week playoff structure. It's great if you're in it, but if it's like our like the league that we're that he was sort of pitching this in, it's a twelve-team league, and there's four playoff teams. Eight teams are out at week eleven or ten or twelve. It just seems weird. Like it kind of yeah, I don't it, know. It kills it kills a lot of the fantasy season arc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the teams that are in it, it's super exciting and a little less fluky and. You know, I don't know. It's okay with me. I just don't think it... First of all, I don't think it dramatically changes the flukiness. If, if whatever, you know, um, Kenyon Drake scores four touchdowns in the first week of your playoff, are you still going to be able to win that game in the second week? Like, it's still... There's still flukiness. Yeah. Um, And now you're adding new problems. You know, but... I, you know... I like this this year I won it all in that league and I had probably the fourth best team. And the prior two years I had maybe the best team, certainly top two, and I didn't win. And one year I didn't even make the playoffs and it was I clearly had the best team. Yeah. I mean, fantasy's fluky by its nature, you gotta kind of accept that. And so are real life games. The Vikings aren't the best team that played against in that Vikings Saints game today. Why not? I just don't think if they if they played ten games would they win six or seven or eight nine of them? Why not? I don't think so. They might. They might, but I'm saying on balance. I mean, they were like seven and a half point underdogs. Experts don't think so. Experts are I wrong think, every day. I think they win three or four or five of those ten games, and today they won. So good for them. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Got it's a bit of a, an aside. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, football. Jason Garrett fired today. 
Breaking news. Oh, really? It was not breaking or news, but it happened today. Oh, okay. Cowboys looking for a head coach. My wife could use a head coach, too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, wake up. Shots fired. How come I never wrote that joke until an hour ago? That seems like the most obvious. I've never seen that joke. Have you ever seen that joke? I don't think so. It's kind of fun. Does seem fairly obvious. It does, right? Yep. Sometimes a great joke seems easy to write after you write it. Yeah. And those are the ones that people get mad at. I should have thought of that. Right. Yeah. It's right there. Like the, Tony, like the Tony Romo. He's one of the only Cowboys left in the playoffs. That kind of joke, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. It's a good joke. <laughs> I like that guy. I actually had a fan let go. You got to do better than that. Everyone does that joke. Like, oh, well, fuck you. I wrote it. I did it a year and a half ago. Yeah, just, be, uh, just because, uh, you know, some football meme site stole it and repurposed it. Right. Now, that one, I mean, that one is sort of, you know, that's your first scoop through the joke universe if you're looking at subjects. I mean, everyone can write that one. I'm not going to say no. that that was stolen, but uh, I did write it before I heard it from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was original to me, for the record. Indeed. Uh... Browns didn't have one winning season this decade. It's crazy. Flip phones had a better decade. <laughs> Blockbuster video had a better decade. You know who? The has polar the... ice caps. Sorry. Go ahead. What are you? What are you? What are you making a salad? What are you doing? I was opening some super glue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm feeling like maybe you've clocked out of this podcast. No, I'm here. Too many uh, asides. The Cosby thing I'm, was I'm too not, long. I'm not clocked out. I'm not clocked out. The, it was the it was the two week playoff thing that kind of you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm gonna fix some shit while I'm sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I got a free hand. Let me open this. I got a. Let me open this I got packet. some broken glasses. These guys. This guy's gonna fucking yammer about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no. What, what were you saying? <laughs> Before before I clocked out and opened Super The Browns <laughs> did not have one winning season. Oh, Dan and right. Yogurt had a better decade. Right. That, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Michael Richards had a better decade. There was something. Grabass had a better decade. <laughs> Grabass had a big fall from grace this decade. That's what I'm saying. No one says it anymore. You're right. It's over. Yeah. You can't. You can't grab ass for fun anymore. That's over. How about smack ass? When's the last time you called someone a smack ass? I've never, never said that. Never? I have referred to something as grab ass. I've not, not with glee, but I mean, that's a phrase I've said. Yeah. It might be a jerky boys thing. <laughs> smack ass? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the jerky boys? How do they stop doing what they're doing? Seems um, like that would go on forever. I, I did a special with them one time at Sirius XM, and uh, that wasn't too long ago. And I know that they were putting out another album at some point. I heard about it, but I don't. I actually don't remember hearing about the actual release of the album. Just that seems like the kind of thing that would never end. You get this core of like Uber fans. You got this cult following. No one even sees you, so it doesn't matter if you're aging out of it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, prank <laughs> calls are a different animal nowadays. 
Yeah, you got to roll with, you know. <laughs> you got to roll with the new media. You got to figure out a way to survive in the new world, whatever that is. That <laughs> penthouse didn't pull that off. Like they didn't see the internet coming. How do you not I don't understand how a brand like Hustler and Playboy didn't continue to dominate in the new world. How come they just like gave up and stopped? What are they doing? Ah, oh, I think that's like anything. I mean, the the market is oversaturated. They had they were the only name in town for a little while back when it was magazines and whatever else and same thing with like news or music or anything. There's just so many options now. It is true that the way that the porn universe evolved, it's over. Like it's almost impossible to make a big pile of money from porn anymore because no one, no one pays for porn. Like that was an era that's over. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I am surprised that you know those companies failed to make at least something of a transition into the digital age. Like you know. Maybe it just warms my heart to see those brands because I remember digging photos out of a cinder block as a middle school child. He's a hustler, baby. <laughs> and it has a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings for me. Wow. Uh, I better put the super glue away. I'm. T- <laughs> you can't multitask. Super glue requires laser focus. <laughs> you're right. You are going to stick your fingers to a table and you're going to be sorry. I'm telling you, today was not an exceptional day in the decision-making process for good old Aaron Hodges. (laughs) You mean like when you took up the cause of Taysom Hill against the best arguer in the world? (laughs) No, that was probably the best five minutes of my day. (laughs) (laughs) You you made good points. I'll concede that. Thank you. You weren't wrong. Thank you. I mean, you're wrong, but you weren't as wrong as I thought you were going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that. That's what we got to do more of. That's that's good radio right there. All right. Well, just keep coming at Taysom Hill, and I'll get fired. All right. I, he's, he's got nothing. He's going to be gone for nah. That's what's sad about the NFL playoffs. There's only eight teams left. These teams peel away, and you don't get to see them until August. And even then, it's not real football. Yeah, it's a long, long way away. I bet uh, fans of other teams really hated watching the Giants in the playoffs. <laughs> what do you mean? Back when the Giants made the playoffs. You remember those Oh, you, yeah. you're hearkening back to those, those days. Yes. Those were fun days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I think it all went downhill when Brandon Jacobs left. <laughs> I interviewed Brandon Jacobs at a Super Bowl once. You're going to get a chance to do this. You're going to love this shit. I cannot wait. I asked Brandon Jacobs about fantasy football, and it was, it was like I spit in his face. It was. <laughs> he is that dude. He was so disgusted he that is, he had yep. to waste his time yep. answering me. Yep. I can totally <laughs> see that. It's like I, he had some really – it was actually kind of like inappropriately harsh response. I, like, I play real football. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care about that shit, you know. Over the top. And it was – and his answer to me was quoted in a couple of like internet publications like – because he got kind of weirdly mad. So he was quoted in some like real media. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been ni- nice to give old Kostaki a little credit. Yeah. 
I chatted with Aaron Hernandez one time, not knowing that he was a multiple murderer at the time. Oh, now I understand why you want to talk about OJ. You just are attracted to double murders. I'm I'm intrigued by these strong men. Yes. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, so you get to go knock around and talk to these people, although you won't get to see Bill Belichick this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> no Tom Brady. Um... Yeah, man. I'm excited. Let's go. We both booked tickets. When are you going? What's your story? Uh, it's basically similar to yours. Uh, I think I arrive a few hours after you do. And then okay. uh, I think I leave a few hours after you do as well. Okay. So you, so you pick the same days. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have so much fun, man. First of all, just to be in Florida that time of year is going to be nice. I mean, I've been traveling around ooh. Iowa and Wisconsin in the winter. Oh, who who, who books me? I gotta fire that fucking guy. <laughs> are you um, <laughs> are you are you thinking there's gonna be like some poolside sessions here? Are we are we having some downtime drinks or something? What's happening? I will tell you this: is it one of the highlights the whole time. <clears throat> one of the highlights of this trip, I'm going to be straight hustling. In fact, my a uh, guy that books me to do radio said yes to me earlier today. Uh, so I'm going to be hustling most of the time. All right. But one of the highlights of the week, and I believe it's always on Tuesday nights, is the media party. You Monday night is the media day where you go and you interview the players and the cameras are there and it's covered by everybody and it's awesome. Uh, and then I'll be doing radio Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. But Tuesday night, the media party, it's always like... That's the spot, huh? It's cool. Like, it, they, they go all out. The NFL spends a pile of money, and it's eating and drinking, and it's usually in some place that's very representative of the city. Okay. So they'll get whatever Miami's version is of this is where the fucking party's going to be. Right. It's in a museum. It's in a concert hall. In Minneapolis, it was in the Mall of America in the amusement park thing. And they had bars and like gourmet food all over it. And you could just ride any roller coaster you wanted, hammered all night. It was so cool. So they they try to pick something that's specifically of the city. Yeah, I'm feeling uh, Pitbull meets Gronkowski meets Rob Riggle. (laughs) No, it's media nerds. So it's not... The party uh, oh, okay. atmosphere so of, the, of the participants is not of the level that you want it to be. This is where but, Rich Eisen is the superstar. Yes, it's the nerds. It's the... <laughs> no offense. <laughs> it's the thank you by the league to the media dorks. Yeah, okay. So, so they it. go all out and feed you well and yeah. you get free drinks and you go bananas one night. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's cool. When it was in Atlanta, it was at the Aquarium. It's like an iconic, it's the best aquarium in the world. And literally there's a scuba diver in with the whale shark holding a sign that says, welcome to Atlanta, you know, Super Bowl party, media, blah, blah. And you walk over to the glass and do a picture with it. Like there's always something like that. That's like kind of iconic and awesome. And Indy years ago, they did it at the Indy 500. And there were 32 cars, each painted with different teams and you, the party was in the silo. On the diff- every floor had a different theme in the silo of the Indy 500. It was cool. I guess I can't picture it because I've never been there. 
I'm not a race car nerd, so I don't know. I'm sure the word silo is not the right word for that. That, that structure made but. me think of Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not very good at talking sometimes. I wouldn't say. Uh, that. But it's great. I love I love talking to you, man. I'm ex- I was excited about football today. It was a real pleasure. And yesterday, I love that there's there's only four games. But they're spread out nicely, and the next yeah. this, the next week's games are already laid out for us. So who do we got? Saturday, Saturday nights coming up. Uh, we got um, all right. I got I I tweeted this, so I can just look at my own Twitter feed here. Which would be we got funny Kostaki. Vi- at funny Kostaki. There you go. Check out at Aaron Hodges because he's going to retweet and uh, and then go to at Quick Snap Show. Uh, Vikings at Niners is the Saturday afternoon game, 435 Eastern. Nice. Then the night game, Titans at Ravens. Ooh, delicious games. Mm-hmm. Then Sunday, 305 Eastern. Their times are so weird. Uh, Texans at Chiefs. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Maybe the two best young quarterbacks. That's a Salisbury steak. Right, delicious. And then the then the sort of early evening game give Sunday me, night. Give it to me. What am I eating? Seahawks at Packers. Ooh, that's a filet mignon. So Russell Wilson against Aaron Rodgers mm. in Lambeau. Mm. Ooh, like that. Oh yeah. These games are great. I mean, this is my friend Eric Lassen used to say this is his favorite weekend of the year. You know, you get the eight best teams in the NFL all playing. Spread out over the whole weekend. It's it's good football. It is very fun. We only have seven games left. Ah, we got those four, five. then two, then one. Crazy. Not counting the Pro Bowl. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the Pro Bowl, not you, Aaron. I understand. <laughs> you're not listening. You're 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 gluing a remote control somewhere right now. Uh, well, I was plotting out sound <laughs> soundproof panel placement, but. Is that what you're doing? Yes. <laughs> All right. I confess. On that note. I confess. On that note. I'm going to drink wine and hang with my family a little bit. I'm tired. Say hello to the fam. We'll and, do. Uh, I can't wait to hang with you in Miami. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah man. We're media nerds. We're, we, we got Super Bowl media credentials. We can go anywhere we want. We can go to the NFL experience for free. We just walk in there with our little badges. And we go, like, see if we can kick 35-yard field goals and everything. Well, you know I can. <laughs> I don't know. I never I never saw your jersey from the Hartford Colonials, I'll tell you that shit. That, well, I guess I'm going to pack it in Miami, so <laughs> I guess that's the only thing I'll be wearing. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, uh, have a great <laughs> week, and uh, I'll talk to you to wrap up these next four fantastic games. All right, man. Later. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.